This is the Salve Lakeland Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Salve Lakeland Church is the community of Catholic believers from St. Cecilia and Our Lady of Peace churches in Syracuse, New York. Our podcast is here to help encourage and edify you in your faith. We're approaching the end of the Easter season and the celebration of that miracle and promise that is Jesus' resurrection from the dead. Today, our readings remind us that there's another miracle that comes from the Easter season, the miracle of our church. Despite 2,000 years of constant and endless attempts to isolate and destroy the church, to embarrass and shame her, to discredit her and to make her irrelevant in the world, she still stands today as a beacon of spiritual and moral truth. From that small beginning in Jerusalem, the church has, as Jesus commanded her, taken his gospel out to every creature, to all creation. This has happened through countless miracles Great and small, seen and unseen, miracles that weren't even recognized as miracles. In today's gospel, we hear Jesus praying for a miracle, the miracle of unity, unity for his church, asking that the Father keep us as one in mind and heart, just as the Father and the Son are one. Jesus always prayed with faith confidence, and trust in the Father. We too are supposed to pray with faith, confidence, and trust in the Father, but often we find our trust in God rather weak. We see faith, trust, and confidence in God in that first reading. In the Acts of the Apostles, Peter used an Old Testament psalm as justification for selecting one of their group to replace Judas Iscariot, who had betrayed Jesus, and to restore the number of the apostles to 12. An important point, because the 12 represented the 12 tribes of Israel. And for the Jews of that time that had become followers of Jesus, this was a reconstitution of their Israel. Peter is invoking Psalm 109, the prayer of a person falsely accused. He quotes only the single line that is important to make his point, but Peter trusts that all those present know the entire psalm, and so they know the context in which to take this line that he speaks. They are all faithful Jews. They know their scripture. If you take the time to read just the first eight verses of Psalm 109, like me, you may be amazed that these words, which were written generations before Jesus even lived, could have been spoken by Jesus himself. So this group numbering about 120 gathered as Jesus had asked them to in Jerusalem. It included the 12 apostles, many disciples, men and women, Jesus' mother, Mary, and others of his family. 
Under Peter's leadership, they nominated two men, two men from among their group to take the place of Judas, Joseph and Matthias. These men were nominated because they had been part of Jesus' group from the beginning and were therefore capable witnesses of everything Jesus had said and done in his time on earth. But very importantly, they would be witnesses to the fact of his resurrection, his resurrection, his rising from the dead after his death on the cross. So then they prayed together that God would show them which of the two should replace Judas. And after the prayer, they gave lots to the two, and the lot fell to Matthias. Now that may sound a little strange, but if you think of our drawing straws, that would be something like what they had done. But for the Jews, casting lots was a spiritual affair, not just taking a chance. It was integral to their belief that God was active and worked in their lives every day. Do you believe God works directly in your life? Every day. If you do, you believe in miracles. And you recognize that miracles are happening around us all the time, every day. Now and then we see the direct action of God in a dramatic way, a healing that can't be explained, that happens immediately. A Eucharistic host that bleeds or visibly becomes flesh. The experience of a vision of our blessed Lord or his mother. More often, though, the miracles are much less dramatic, but are nonetheless miracles. A mother prays for her children. Perhaps a child is struggling in school or is suffering from an addiction or unemployment or one of the many other hundreds of afflictions that we humans endure. She prays for her child and someone comes into their life and helps them change their life. And they begin to realize that they do have hope to have a life. Or there's someone who is grieving or lonely. And their doorbell rings, they open the door, and there's a friend or maybe a neighbor ready to sit down and lend an ear and maybe even has some food to, to share with them. When my first wife died suddenly and unexpectedly, I was devastated. I thought my world had come to an end. I thought the world had come to an end. And I was very angry with God. I challenged him to show me how this made any sense at all. It took several years before someone came into my life, and my life began to change. But it was 10 years before I realized that my Catholic faith had been very weak, very lukewarm for a long time. And believe it or not, it was another 10 years before my faith was fully restored, along with a dormant vocation. 
Be careful when you challenge God. He has a way. (laughs) But there are countless people over those years who came into my life who encouraged me and supported me and prayed for me. Some of you are here today. And some of you don't even know that you did this. You may not be aware of the effect you had in my life. Some of you continue to help and encourage both myself and my wife, Cheryl. These were truly miracles. Miracles of the kind that God is best known for. Miracles that happened because someone, somewhere, had a heart open to the prompting of the Holy Spirit. A heart that allows God to work a miracle through them in the life of another. Someone who really needs a miracle. The biggest miracle that I know is our church. What would the world be without her? Today we look forward to the end of the Easter season and the celebration of the descent of the Holy Spirit upon Mary and the apostles and disciples upon the new church. If you are not praying the novena to the Holy Spirit, I would ask you, why? Why not? The Holy Spirit can and will make of you a miracle. All you have to do is want to be that miracle. Thanks for listening to the Salve Lakeland Church podcast. If you have any questions about Salve Lakeland Church, our campuses, or any of our ministries, please visit us online at salvelakelandchurch.org.